What's up? What's up? What's up? It's the Mint Catch Up Podcast, episode 22, with your host, Lofton, aka Mr. Nice Guy, aka Mr. Hazadonis, aka when you're suited and booted, Antoine Cumberbund, and I got my co host, Rajim, aka Boulder Shoulder, aka Mr. Dark Poet, aka if you don't know by now, go ahead and hit him with it. AKA Mr. Make It Happen, man. What's going on, man? What's good, baby? Let's What's go. good? Hey, and, and you know what I'm saying? We done brought the DJ. DJs in the building. I got my man down low. If y'all looking on YouTube, I got my man Juan, AKA DJ Psycho in the building. Welcome to the podcast, my yeah. brother. That's right. That's right. That's Give right. Give it up. Let's go. Give it up. Yeah. Hey, gentlemen. So, uh, Rajin, man, how was your week, man? How was your week? Hey man, it was hey, it, it was it was a it was a good week, man. Honestly, you know, I got to hang out with the granddaughter, man, chill a little bit. You know, still got work. You know, I ain't won the lottery yet, so that ain't. You know what I'm saying? I'm working on that. Yeah, that yeah. is fact. That is fact. <laughs> I'm working on that, but you know, I'm still I'm still um still working. You know what I'm saying? Wife hey. ain't yet, so I think I'm doing good. <laughs> always got it. It's always a plus. Keep her around. It's only been a couple months, man. You yeah, know, yeah, you, you, yeah. Good? you good? You good? You made it? You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm we doing good. Hey, bro. Yeah. <laughs> we going on two years, man. I'm saying, like, look, hey, you know what I'm saying, man. Mm, mm. I think it, it restarts when you put the ring on, though. Yeah, that's you know, like that, that's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely restarts. restarts. It definitely restarts. All that, all that yeah. dating stuff. Well, yeah. that don't even count no more. That, is, uh, yeah. oh, <laughs> that don't. told me because I was counting all that. All that. <laughs> no, that don't even First count. Dates, no all that. <laughs> nah, nah, that don't work. That don't work. <laughs> yeah, man. My uh, had a busy week, man. Been wearing me out, but uh, you know. Still doing good, getting ready, you know, this weekend, or not this weekend, but next weekend, you know, uh, my oldest is about to step out into that world, man. You know, she Ooh. moving out the house, you know, she don't have she don't have bills that she didn't know that she had. <laughs> you got a schooler on that. You be like, yeah. yo, you got a schooler I, on that. I know, I ain't know orange juice and milk cost that much. Like, you know what I mean? Like, hey, yeah. you know, it'll be, it'll be a little different. <laughs> it'll be a little different, but hey. Now you know, you know, now you know what that means. <laughs> yeah, when the cereal box, she'll know when the cereal box, uh, wait a minute, it don't refill. Yeah, it don't no, automatically, it, it don't it, automatically it, refill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The milk, yeah, the milk actually be, gone. So, right. Gone, gone. <laughs> So, uh, you know, it's like get ready, get ready to see those and, and to have those wonderful conversations and, you know, get yeah. those things when you out of the house where they call back and be like, yo, what's this? And how is this? You know, yeah. Ho- hopefully, you know, saying in our experience, we taught her enough that um, there's not a ton of them and she's able to tackle all those things. But it's going to be different, you know, saying how oh, yeah. we're the outside of the house and doing those things. So uh, just preparing for that, you know, um, you know, my baby girl. You know what I'm saying? My Nelly Belly's gonna be out there living the life. So uh, you know, so hopefully yeah. she come back and visit us every once in a while, you know what I'm saying, and check us out. So Dang. so one uh, man Juan, how was your week, man? The guy I gotta ask man, you guys, we- how was your week? So, man, my week has been busy, bruh. Super busy. <laughs> Trying to get okay, so you know, I'm a union. I'm a union fitter, you know what I'm saying? Okay. HVAC for uh Johnson Controls. That's what I, okay. my day job is. Right, um right. so I had to get ready for every year we do a union picnic. On top of that, on the work week, you know, they just gave us all the chillers for the stadium of the Ohio State Stadium. So the the company before that was taking care of them, left them in disarray. Now we got the Notre Dame-Ohio State game coming up this weekend. We got to get them working. 
we got to get them working. So it's been overtime. Uh, how can we get these parts in and get these chillers running? And so me and two other guys, it's just been nonstop, nonstop work, nonstop work. On top of coming home, trying to do the husband and, and just like the streets over here, trying to do the grandpa thing. I had my grandkids this weekend and, uh, you know, they ran me ragged while I'm trying to DJ at this picnic. You know what I'm saying? So I had double duty. I had double duty. But it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's good because doing the grandpa thing, guess what? You get to juice them up. Drop them off. Yeah, yeah. Juice them up. <laughs> drop them <laughs> off. Hey, that's how man. So it looks like everybody on here is doing good things. But, you know, if it was a tough week for you, and, uh, you know, this is one of my favorite, if everybody know, you know what I'm saying? We're going to the next segment. Drink it a day. It's the oh. drink of the day. Yeah. So that means you have a, everybody just had a successful week. That means you either celebrating or you having a drink getting ready for the next week. But you like, yeah. it's about to be a month. So. Yeah. All right, man. What you got, Rajin, for your drink of the day? Talk to me, player. So listen, I figured I was gonna change the game. Oh, oh, changing the game. Change the game. (laughs) You ever heard of Arnold Palmer? Yes, sir. Yes, yes. Got your lemonade. You got your tea, right? Yep, yep. So I'm going a different direction with it. I'm going with a Armando. (laughs) So what I did was okay. All right. I took um. Um, was it Jack Daniels? Uh, what is it? Uh, Lynchburg lemonade, right? Okay. Feel me? Gotcha. Yeah, I feel I you. Took some, you know what I'm saying? Some Tennessee, some sweet tea. Yep, yep. Right? But then that wasn't going to just do it. You know what I'm saying? I had to make it right. Got so it. I took me some Dia Moore limoncello. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Mm. All right. You know All right. Mm. Drop, drop, All drop right. a couple shots of that in there. Yeah, you know, like there you go. Armando. <laughs> <laughs> Armando is in the building. Yeah. All right, all right. You know what I'm all right. That's Armando. Okay, and then you and then you put it in an old fancy glass. Yeah, <laughs> old fancy, <laughs> old fancy hourglass. Look, you see the index finger? Look, there you look, go. pinky okay, up. Okay, yeah, okay. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? All right. Yeah. Hey, and look, so look, it don't even golf. Well, I don't think our, I don't think Armando golf either, but <laughs> Armando. <laughs> I don't think Armando's on the links either, but hey, it's all good, man. I'm, about to, I'm gonna make me one of them. That's legit. So, yeah, you uh, got so Juan, so Juan, talk to me. Man. I think I'm gonna keep it classic. I'm gonna keep it classic. You know what okay. I'm saying? So I went over there to the cab cabinet tray. The cabinet. The cabinet tray. tray. Okay. And I went and grab, grab. I don't like the 15. 15 got a little in it. Okay. I went and go got the classic Glenn Levitt, 12. Okay. 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 I okay. Put, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to mix it. Put All it on right. a little bit of rocks. There oh, you go. Okay. Do a little shaking. A little shaking, a little shaking. Not stirred. I see really, really, really. I see what you're doing. You know? Yeah, I ain't, I ain't 007. Don't yeah. shake mine. Just a little, <laughs> yeah, just a little yeah, you serve. You know what I'm saying? Just a little. You can kick 007 to the curb. Okay. Yeah, there you go. So that's what I do. That's what I do for the day. Doing, okay. doing the drink of the day. So uh, me and my daughter, we went uh, a couple weeks ago. We went to the liquor store and we bought up a whole bunch of stuff. We spent about $200. We was buying liquor like crazy. Oh. So uh, this is one of the things. We got this Scatterbrain and it, uh, Scatterbrain Dark Cherry Vanilla Liquor Whiskey, right? So we got that. And so I'm going to mix that with a little uh, black cherry sparkling uh, water. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm trying to stay hydrated. Kind of, sort of, maybe. Not really, though. 
but it gives a little flavor. And you know, like I like I like my nose to tingle. You know what I'm saying? I yeah, like yeah. little sparkly okay. sparklies in my joint. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm gonna throw a little look, and I, I'm making it right here. So I'm gonna throw a little joint in there, make it night. That yep, yep, that's about good right there. And then you know, I got I crack it open, throw a little uh, black cherry sparkling water on that joint. You know what I'm saying? Got get your little fizz fizz. Get a little fizz fizz in that joint. You know what I'm saying? So you know, I just I just call this because you know uh, it was a good week or it's a bad week. Uh, before a good week, this is the cherry on top. That's what I call this right here. You know what I'm saying? So I go ahead and put that on there. It's cherry on top. So uh, cheers up to everyone oh, yeah, out there. Yeah, no doubt. Oh yeah. Drink of the day. Make bing sure bing. It cheers it up. Yeah. Let us know once again. Hit us up in the comments. Let us know what you're drinking on today with us. Drink of the day. And then give us some ideas so we can make these joints on the show. Hook us up. Talk to us. We're trying to, you know what I'm saying? We're trying to sip a little bit. Talk to us. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, you, we want to, you want the recipe for that our mind? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we need that. We need that. That, that bobbing right there. You know? yeah. so, all right, gentlemen. So we got the drink of the day. Cheers and all that good stuff. So we're going to keep it moving. Now we move into the news of the week. So, I mean, in our pre-production, look, we so good now. We had, we had 22 episodes. We got pre pre-production. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We just yeah. stepped up now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So in our little pre-production meeting, uh, yeah. Rajin said he had something on his mind. So talk to us, Rob. Yeah, man. So um, your boy Waka Flocka going to jail. I'm going to tell you that now. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, <laughs> they, said, they said he got a minimum of five years. Ooh. Mm. Um, hey, don't do no, no hands in there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all hands. I'm just saying. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There you go. Hold there on. you Wait go. Wait a minute. No, 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 no. My bad. My bad. Walker Flocker got drug charges. I'm not sure if he's going okay. to. Okay. Okay. Uh, Fetty Walk going for five years minimum. Okay. Fetty Walk. Yeah. Fetty Walk going. Gotcha. Walker Flocker got, got charges. He got, um, you know, drug charges or whatever, but I'm not sure what he's going to do or whatever. So I just think, but I brought that up. And like I said, the thing with um, Fetty Walk. I brought that up because I feel like at what part of the game do you feel like, you know what I'm saying, you got to stop doing stupid shit? You know what I'm saying? It's like what part, when, what, how much money do you make before you start doing, stop doing stupid shit? Like is at this point, you know, a lot of, a lot of rappers, you know, they, they're in the game and they was in the game before they started rapping. All right. So, but I kind of feel like as a rapper, or even me, from where I came from to where I'm now, my goal was to get out of trouble. You know what I'm saying? Was get out of situations where I was getting trouble. You know what I'm saying? So I wouldn't, you know, getting out of the hood or getting out of where I came from didn't have nothing to do with, you know, me, the lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not enjoying the lifestyle. Like if I if I'm if I'm selling drugs or whatever, I'm doing this blah blah blah. It's not about the lifestyle to me. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? I'm trying to get out of where I'm from. But a lot of rappers these days are still in the lifestyle. So, I guess my question to you guys is, what do you feel like is the, where's the line drawn from moving on from the lifestyle to living your best life without going to prison? Talk to, talk to me, Juan. What, 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 uh, in, in your experience being out there DJing, so you got a little interaction with rappers and things of that nature, man, talk to me. What, what's that I line think, where they got to figure it out? Well, I think sometimes they don't have the, the insight or they so stuck and used to living that lifestyle that they don't know how to get out of that lifestyle. It's the fast money. It's the fast money. Yeah. At, what, at what point do you say, okay, I'm comfortable 
with this as a job rather than I'm going to still go hang on a block. They have to make a decision and they don't know how to make that decision because when they go to that and to make that decision, guess what? Do I lose my credit, my street credibility? They worry about that so much yeah. where, you know, they don't know how to actually get out of it without sacrificing their credibility on the street also. Yeah, that's a big that's a big thing. That's a big thing to them. And it's mostly like you said, it's mostly the young guys. It's the young guys because they've been living that life all their life, basically. And just by choice or by, you know, by luck. Hey, I can make money just rapping. Yeah, that starts coming. But now the transfer from the street life to that's a business now. They don't think of that that being oh this is a business now, right. yeah, you know right. what I mean. So that that's that's the big that's the big thing for them. I see I that mean, as the big thing. I think um, at least in my perspective, I know for sure uh, what what you're talking about, Juan is is uh, right there at the at the top of it. But I also think sometimes when you got cast that are like you talked about, where's the threshold? I think there's people that come out. You got folks like. Waka Flocka or Fetty, like they've had multiple albums. So I feel like, you know, maybe that one and two dude that just came out, they trying to find it. They really have that attachment. When you get the two to three, four albums, like, you know, it's a business because you've been in it a little bit. I think some of that stuff, no different than rappers that get older, um, aren't, you know, got families and stuff like that. It changed because, uh, you know, they're trying to keep tied to the narrative that they had. How do you rap when you happy? You know what I'm saying? How do you rap when you good? Like, cause all the raps become, hey, I'm balling, I got this, my goal, my this, but you don't have you don't have those things that like tie with the those people that are going through grind and stuff no more. You know what I'm saying? And it's one of those where sometimes people feel like, and I've seen, you know, I've heard from like partiers, it's like, hey, if you're not living life, then how do you get content to write? You know what I'm saying? If I'm just yeah, chilling, like if yeah. I'm just like, yo, I go to work, I'm kicking it, I go to the pool, I'm at the beach, and I'm just having a good time, just chilling, and I'm not out there like living, living. You know what I'm saying? So I can have that weird interaction or have that like, yo, crazy time with a club, got shot up, and I'm diving out the back. And now if I write them lyrics, people are like, oh, yeah, I was in that one time, but you can't be like, yo, I was just, I was just chilling at the beach with my grandkids. Like that, nobody, you, nobody you taking that, Joey. And you could be the hottest grandpa alive. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, so I think, I, I also, think, I think also that plays a factor in some of the stuff. Cause like, uh, you know, you got this dude right here. He said, he talk, uh, you got Jody talking about uh, Drake been rapping about the best time of his life. No thuggish, but he started out that way. That was, that's the difference. Drake started that. That's like Usher or he was, he's literally the R&B rapper. Cause he started out where it's like, hey, I just want to love you. Let me just hit. Talk about all the chicks he hit. Take him, talk about how he took them out. Talk, like, that's, he, that's what, what he about, do. And he, he's like, that. I can do that forever and ain't nobody going to say nothing. But the thing about it is, is then then if that's the case, then it's all about change. You be, you should be able to, if you if you a real true hip-hop artist, yeah. then you study your lifestyle. Okay, I ain't got to talk about that no more. Right. I'm doing this. Well, this is new content. Do you want to be the same? Do you want to be that artist that's still talking about the streets that you ain't into? What about the but, new stuff that and, you're doing? 
that's why so many rappers stop. That's why so many rappers stop. I look at it like this. Like, for example, the other day I was listening to um, Chris Brown, new joint. And um, Chris Brown, Chris Brown, I mean, he was flipping, he flipping, um, he flipping keys like acrobatics or something. I'm like, first of all, I remember when you first came out, you was like, yeah, nigga, you wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, we seen him grow up. Like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, we seen him grow up. We like, ain't flip no keys. Yeah, not a key, like, unless you're talking about piano keys, you ain't thinking about the song, dude. Like, but, but it's like, but you gotta understand a lot of the, a lot of the people these days aren't really, they're not gonna research your, your background. You know what I'm saying? They ain't, they ain't finna, you ain't gotta have receipts for what you, what you doing. You know what I'm saying? There's no receipts for Like really, right, everybody right. know Chris, but Chris Brown with a blood or something like that. Like, when did you, when did you become a blood? Like, you know what I'm saying? honorary like, joints. Now you can just say you something. And then eventually join it. If you got enough money, you just pay in. I I I remember back in the day when you had to get beat in. I guess that was a thing. That's called but, uh, jumped in, bro. Yeah, That's called being jumped in. Go. So it's being like, jumped in. It's like now people. I'm pretty sure Chris Brown probably ain't get jumped in or whatnot. So yeah, like he, like he said, it's basically. I, I feel like this. You got at some point in time, you have to understand the concept of okay, listen. You know, I'm an adult now. You know, um, if I'm rapping about something. Okay, you know, whatever, rap about it. You ain't got to do it, rap about it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, like, you on it. As long as you put out good music, anybody gonna check you on it. But, but not only that, as long as, you, long as you know exactly what you're talking about or been around it. Right. As long yeah, as you've been around it, you be, if you can walk out your front door and you see it's happening, then you should be able to talk about it. As long as, yeah. as, long as you see it happen and you know exactly what and you're now, talking about. And now when you go to jail, now you got to figure out how to keep, how to keep people off your ass because he was talking about it. You know what I'm saying? He was that a minute ago. Hey. Like, come on. You yeah. Well, I mean, they had to, they had to be, some, you know, uh, in that aspect, when you're getting indicted on some joints, uh, you was touching something. You know what I'm saying? There wasn't a point where you was just, you over there, you know what I'm saying, not touching anything. Uh, you was around something that, that got done like that. Cause, uh, that's, that's a little different. You know, I mean, sometimes they're coming after people. Obviously, they be coming after people. They decide, hey, you need to be up out of here. And they can sometimes do those type of things, set it up. But if you just tell uh, art of a storyteller, Slick Rick, hey, I'm gonna tell a story and I'm gonna give you the whole breakdown. And then I don't have to be doing it, but I can give you the whole story and make you rock through it and know that, hey, I saw that from a distance. That was over on the block over here. I knew what that, right, I knew that person right. that did whatever, whatever. And I could tell the story and it's, you know what I'm saying? And, and be able to do, be that type of- It's the art of, of storytelling, bro. Yeah, Start a, art of story, hey, storytelling. Look, I, could write a, I could write a hot 16 by my granddaughter and being in the beach right now. So. I mean, <laughs> hey, look, you, 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 let, me give you a, let me give you an example of art of storytelling. <laughs> hey, man, I've known you for a long time, Raj. You ain't never been in a coma. So, you know what? <laughs> hey, <laughs> but you wrote a book, book about it. One that's hit, the book there out. you go. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, hey, the if, if, you can, if, you can, if you can tell the story, ain't nobody got a problem with it. You know what yeah, I mean? So right, and usually right. those people ain't in jail because they ain't really touching it. You know what I'm saying? They ain't really around it correct, like that correct, after, correct. after they start making the album. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I think it's really it's on that artist, man. It's on, on them being able to grow up and mature and understand that they have something uh, something real tight in their hands that's, that's going on. So yeah. uh, based on that, we talked about a dude last week, not really a dude, kind of metaversey dude called uh, FN Mika. He was the AI rapper or yeah, yeah, the AI rapper that got signed to Capitol Records. Um, they must have heard our podcast and he got fired. 
Come on, I got fire quick. Cause no, we was hey, like, that don't make no sense. Ever, son. Yeah, he got there and now he's out of there. So no, um, you know what I'm saying? It was, it's all over for the, the AI rapper. Also the programmers, I heard little things. Programmers happen to be white. And uh, they was talking about, I saw a little thing talking about, hey, they was trying to do a little snippet that, uh, you know, a, a way to say the N-word by putting this artist out here and they're doing the whole, you know what I'm saying? They program and everything. So it's like interesting that Whoa. they got a rapper. The programmers are all white dudes. And then they got them out there as a black dude. So then they wasn't really of, like, wait, 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 Hey, DJ Khaled. I mean, uh, let say all uh, like, hey, like, hey, for the, for the, I mean, everybody that got a little descendant, you know, what I'm saying the islands down there, a little ice cream, uh, got a little mix, I guess. Put a ring like this though. But uh, he believe. went with it, man. He was like, hey, you know, what I'm saying I Capital can't. Records, <laughs> Capital Records didn't believe him. <laughs> God did. <laughs> Is that what? <laughs> God did. Yeah, because uh, yeah, my man got my man got fired, dog. He said Microsoft didn't. It's like Microsoft and Apple didn't believe in uh in FN, so uh, he got up out of there. You know, God I mean? did. So that was a that was an interesting little run, uh, seven yeah. day run, seven day run of for my man. I uh, got two about week. there, so he up out of there. I wonder who uh, got paid. Uh, I don't even know anybody you pay. Hopefully, he ain't spending all the. Uh, he probably live in, he live in the metaverse right now. Guaranteed. <laughs> he got paid in Bitcoin. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say uh, he digital. Got right he got some digital joints. He, he got yeah. some imaginary dollars for that imaginary. Yeah. Right, job. right. Imaginary career. Uh, no. like. <laughs> oh, shoot. But um, also, man, we got to give applause. You know, what I'm saying to another uh, a black CEO that's out there killing it. The king of weather. If you black and you don't know who the king of weather is, that's Byron Allen, man. He be out there killing the owning the weather channel. Also, he hooked up the HBCU Go app. So all y'all people out there, we've been running on the HBCUs. You know, the, the attendance and uh, student bodies of those HBCUs have been growing ever since, uh, you know, 2020, everything went down. And everybody is uh, kind of coalescing, especially like with prime time out there doing things. They got a little HBCU Go app. Go download it. Go support the HBCUs. They got you can watch the games from all over the country. Some of them's been they got picked up by some hey. national broadcast stuff. So you'll be able to see some of the HBCUs out there and watch some of those games. So please, go support the people. Please say what that. Please tell them what HBCU mean. Because uh, a, a lot of kids in our generation don't know that. They have no idea, bro. They, they just some of them don't have no ideas. Historically black college university. Right. HBCU. So there you go. Hey, if you out there, you know what I'm saying? One that was close to where we stay. You got Wilberforce, Central State, that's up there in uh Central Ohio area. That's right. That's right. And stuff. So you got HBCUs, Bethune you got Bethune, you got like all over F uh was it FA? No, FAMU. what is it? FAMU. FAMU. You got FAMU out there, Southern. things of that nature. So yeah. uh, you know, so make sure y'all go and support those, get that HBCU uh go app, you know what I'm saying? And once again, Byron Allen out here. CEO and his butt off getting things done uh, for our community. So, uh, yeah, can't props for that dude for doing what he do. Most deaf, most deaf. Hey, so uh, in other news, yeah, talk to me. about this. And we talked about it last week, kind of touched on it. Mm -hmm. How men, you know, men of color, we kind of bash our women of color. And so something came out. And okay. 
I kind of want to feel, I, I kind of want to get a feel what you guys think of, you know, how this was handled. So the comedian, Ari Spears, I mean, Ari Spears. Ari Spears. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Ari Spears. Ari Spears. He's said, funny though. Yeah. So he said, he said, um, you know, he made some remarks about Lizzo and the remarks were something to the effect of, you know, he liked the musical or she had, no, she had a pretty face, but her body, why her body shaped like uh, the shit. The, the, the poo emoji. Look, first dude, all, it's funny though. It's look, but check this out because I'm trying to laugh. Listen, so, <laughs> first of all, like Lizzo got a lot of confidence. You know what I'm saying? It's like she, she, she a beautiful you know. woman. She got, you know, and, and it's cool. But I kind of feel you like you know we touched on it last week, and I kind of feel like our brothers, you know, the brothers got to stop. You know what I'm saying? Bashing our women. You know what I'm saying? In the sense of, you know, put like you know he had, he had no reason to put this woman down. You know what I'm saying? I think she, I think she's doing big things. You know what I'm saying? And um, dude, you wrong. What? You are wrong. Uh, you are wrong. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that one. It's comedy. It's comedy. If you on the stage, hey man, don't. If you put yourself out there, then as as on the con on the comedy side, if you put yourself on the stage, guess what? You become a target, good or bad. Yeah, good or bad. But any stage. The stage. Any stage. No, he's talking about any I stage. Feel, look, I feel like this. I look at it like this. We, comes, we our black women have enough issues already dealing mm -hmm. with society as a whole mm -hmm. than to have to deal with the black men bashing the black women. You know what I'm saying? I, right. I will go that way. You know what I'm saying? Now, okay. granted, I know the comedians these days, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of lines get crossed. Chris Rock got mm -hmm. slapped. All kind of shit going on. All right, right. You know what I'm saying? This wasn't a stand-up. Like this wasn't a stand-up. He was doing a, a podcast, something, whatever. Uh -oh. you know, made a comment. So, are we in trouble? No, not yet. <laughs> he said, "Not yet." We will. We will. <laughs> At some point in time, we will be in trouble. Somebody gonna sue the shit out of us. Remember, y'all said, "I know." Yeah, my <laughs> yeah, my fault. <laughs> right now, ain't nobody really watching us like that. But, <laughs> but they, they will. will. They, they will. will they, they will. will. And they do, and they go back and see this shit. And they're like, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so it, the shit is funny. Don't get me wrong, yeah, but <laughs> so 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 Juan, I uh, well, how you feel about it? <laughs> I feel like you gotta you gotta take it with a grain of salt. It's it, you gotta take it with a grain of salt. Um, you know, if you're that confident to put yourself out like the, out there like that. Then brush it off. Guess what? He just gave you more publicity. Good or bad, he just gave you more publicity and run with it. Take it, flip it, run with it. Yep. You know what yep. I mean? Take yep. it, flip it, and run with it. So yeah. guess what? Now more people are talking about it, aren't they? We're talking about it. Yep. And we ain't nobody. We're talking about it. We're talking about it. Shut down. Go ahead. What do you got to say about it? So this is kind of my thing, right? So comedian wise determining the mouth that it's coming from comedian wise i mean i guess it would be hurtful but at the same time he did did he he did he say he, she was like eh? or he just said what she was shaped like so if he said she was shaped like a coke bottle and everybody looked at her and was like no. That nigga lying. No. <laughs> you be like up like so. No, you know what I'm saying? If you, like, I guess it was more or less the emoji, of course, that he said. But I thought it was, when I first seen it, I thought it was funny. 
But then at the same time, it's one of those deals where if you confident in yourself and you out there like, yo, this is me, no matter what anybody says, just like dudes have to deal with other dudes talking trash about them. I've been short my whole life and literally anybody that's taller than me is going to tell me, oh, you can't read. Like, I'm going to deal with it the entire time. And I just go like, hey, I have no problem with it. This is what it is. I'll be like, guess what? I bet your legs is cramped when you try to get in the car. See, it was like, I'm good. Like, you know, I can always find clothes. Like, so it's one of those where, hey, he, I, that is, the, he I, I find the benefits of, <laughs> hey, hey, I'm short, man. I can always find my size. I don't know where you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You need specialty stores. Like, I don't need none of that. I go find mine anywhere. So it's just one of those things where you got to understand everybody has their flaws. Everybody has things they got to deal with no matter who you are Aries Spears he used to be thin he big himself right so I mean it's like yo, it's one of those things where she could have came right back at him like yo you look like whatever same and type of deal and like, went I, with I, it you know what I'm saying I just think like I said I, like I, said, I, <laughs> I don't want to laugh about it because if somebody will see this <laughs> at some point in time well here's Lizzo here's this you're gonna be like oh y'all gonna be coming to y'all podcast y'all laugh Lizzo, I got you. Girl. Well, here, here's my here's great when they got to be great. Lizzo, <laughs> to piggyback off of that. Oh, now you got to piggyback. You went. Oh, I'm piggyback. I'm, pi- I'm piggybacking. I'm piggybacking. Let's go. I'm piggyback. Okay, piggyback off of that. Why are the new generation so fucking soft? You can't say this. You can't call. Everybody wants. The alphabet, the alphabet community, yeah. right? Here we go. The alphabet community. <laughs> Don't get this shut down. Bro. You know they, they run. No, but my whole thing is, my whole thing is, why is it? And this is with anybody, mm-hmm. any group, the society right. that we are raising right now, right? Truthfully, are soft little bitches. But I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. First of all, I'm a football coach. Right, mm-hmm. and I coach AAU, and in our league, your ass if you if you can't play, you can't play. But there right. are leagues, a league I played for a couple of years ago. Everybody got to play. You know what I'm saying? Everybody right. on the bench, everybody got to play. You got to put them in so many minutes out of the game, or about our block. You know, right. what I'm stuff like this makes our kids soft. Like, bitch, if your ass what if you don't know how to play football, right? If you don't know how to play football, here. and you can't run a ball. You can't catch a ball. You can't block. What the hell am I putting the game for? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because I'm training you how to do this. And a lot of times what happens is parents want to put their kids in, especially fathers. Fathers want their kids to play, want their sons to play football. Everybody's son wants to play football. Mm. All right? Everybody. Correct. Correct. But they put these rules in place where everybody's son got to play or everybody's daughter, whoever got to play. And that, that, like you said, that's soft. Like, like, get your punk ass up, you know what I'm saying, do the push-up, and it's got them, you know what I'm saying, then maybe you can play. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Come on, it's like, you know who garbage and you know who good. You know yep. what I'm saying? And they be like, well, everybody wins. No, the fuck they don't. No, they don't. No, that's why you have a winner and you got a fucking loser. Yeah, like, your ass, happen. you know what I'm saying, you a loser, like. You know, and that, <laughs> he said you like, you're a loser. You're kids, you a loser. Like, hey, hold up, hold up. Hey, your coaching methods, I don't agree with your coaching. <laughs> you're like, you a loser. Get out of here. Like, 
No, but look, look. In my in my experience, like I didn't coach football, but I did, my kids were soccer players, right? So soccer. So coaching the soccer team, it's one of those situations where it's like, yeah, everybody got to get in there and do their thing, and you have to kind of rotate people and do all that other stuff. But it was also a situation of it's the it's the it's sometimes you have those coaches, and I think in the younger leagues, at least the younger leagues you get in that situation where you kind of had that nepotism situation where you got cats that are just playing their kids and they're just, you know what I'm saying? And they're honing in instead of really trying to make everybody better and improving everybody. They only concentrate on, Hey, my kid, cause I'm trying to get my kid prepared for, Oh, my kid is going to be the quarterback. Oh no, my kid is going to be, you know what I'm saying? The middle linebacker to call the plays. Oh no, my kid is going to be the, you know what I'm saying? So it's one of those where it's like, trying to kind of flip that where hey we got to have everybody kind of participate be on the field because i mean i've experienced some of that stuff you know uh when i was growing up where it's like yeah i'm out there but hey i can't do things because certain players because they're the coach's son or coach's daughter hey they get to go do those things you know what i mean so i think that rotation at least a little bit at that i've experienced but as long i don't think parents have an issue as long as they see that you really trying to coach their kid and get them better. Now, I think it's some bullshit. I feel like, right. I think, <laughs> I, like right. I think if that's what you want your kid, uh, hey, I think if you want to get your kid better, then guess what? The coach, the coach has what? 20 kids yeah. Yeah, on yeah. a team. The coach can't get everybody up to the same level. The parents oh, yeah. have to take, uh-huh. the parents have to take responsibility and go get that extra coaching if they want mm-hmm. their kid to, to excel. For sure. And once a kid starts excelling, guess what? Then the coaches will see that that kid is better than these kids and put them in and put yeah. them in play. Exactly. Yeah. And, 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 I, and I, even better with that, imagine if your kid on my football team, I'm teaching there, like I'm, I, I used to do offensive line. Or I mean, I'm sorry, either offensive line or I do uh, defensive backs or whatever. So if I'm if I'm coaching my defensive backs, and your damn son over there chasing butterflies. This game <laughs> hey, I had one. Hey, my daughter, my daughter, my daughter used to be. We used to put them in softball, and at the beginning, you know, she's in the outfield and she out there kicking flowers. Yeah, kicking, picking dandelions. You know what I'm saying? Not even watching where the ball going into the outfield. It's dropping right beside her, and I'm like, Coach, take her out. Uh, yeah, yeah, take her out. She's going to get smacked in the head with one of these softballs, yeah, and then I'm going to be upset. You know what I mean? Uh, go ahead and take her out, put somebody else in, and let her sit. You know what I mean? So it's it's, it's, it's one of them things like you got to, you know, you got to stop it's, coaching it's a, little. It's being the realistic parents because that's the. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and that's, that's what a, it is. That's, a, that's another part of it, too, is because you could have a kid, right, that needs to work on things, right? And they just want their kid to be out there and, and live the dream that they didn't live. And they're pissed off because they kid ain't get to get out there, but they're not working. They're not getting their kid to be better. And now they mad at the coach because he ain't putting them out there. And you got to be like, yo, you got to be a realistic with the whole situation and understand, hey, if I ain't come on for the kid, like me talking crap about the coach at home, which then gives the kid an attitude when they come to play, like all those things play a factor in the way that that kid is interpreting how to work hard and things that they got to overcome. Because if that parent's at home going, oh, you want to play? And they like, yeah. All right, then you got to work. You got to do what the coach says. Like, I don't know how many parents are going, you got to do what the coach says compared to, yo, you should really be in the game. I don't know why. You ain't work. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
you're working so hard and I don't know why he's not putting you in compared to you got to listen to the coach. You need to work harder. Like all those type of things that I don't know yeah. a lot of kids. But you got to know your child's ability to too. It. You got to know what your but, child can do. But even at the child, same time, if you, you know kids, if, you know but, if your child's athletic yeah. or if you know if your child should be on the debate team. You know what I'm saying? You know, <laughs> you know if your child can't run to the mailbox and that, he just probably ain't from him. You know what I'm saying? Like, or, or, or if that child truly has the passion to play that sport. That's the thing. Because yeah. you can you cannot be as athletic, but if you have the passion, that means that person going to do anything and everything possible to stay on that team. Exactly. And, and the thing is, is that eventually – their athleticism, determining the age that they're in, their athleticism to actually could catch up. And all of a sudden, like, boom, they hit, they spurt, or, you know, puberty, or whatever it is, the time frame, and all of a sudden, like, yo, this dude come out of nowhere, no different Correct. than, you know, half the basketball players, like, I mean, Jordan, for instance, and some of the other ones that was, oh, he was only 6'3 at this time, and then all of a sudden, he shoots up one summer, and now the mug's out here dunking on cat. You know what I'm saying? The so, work. Or, you know, oh, or, yeah. or the extra coaching that they're getting at some point clicks. Yeah. At some point, clicks and they get it, and they start excelling, mm-hmm. and it start to show, and it and start to like, show because they want it that bad. Yeah, because the kid wants it that bad. And those are the two things they gotta have. If they have that passion, and then if they have that athletic ability, I had, we had a kid a couple years ago. This kid, his mom said he cried every time on the way to practice. Every time he came to practice, he cried on the way to practice. That don't sound you like you want to play. Like, that means you don't want to play. That means. <laughs> Like, if your kid cry every time you bring him to practice, he don't want to play. He didn't want to do it from the get-go. Yeah, he didn't want to do it from the get-go. And you think because your kid big, he automatically supposed to be able to play. No. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Your kid, just because your kid big don't mean he's supposed to play football. I mean, yeah. I think if – I got I mean, a nephew. You know, I got I a nephew you right now. You're supposed to play basketball. Wait a minute. I got a nephew <laughs> right now that started playing football, Little League, big as shit. And I look at him right now like, that motherfucker should have played fucking football. Didn't want play two seasons, little league. Didn't want to do it. Yeah. yeah. Right now, the deal breakers. Look him up. Ray Woods, the deal breakers. Singer, lead singer of a big band. Big uh-huh. band. All over Columbus, traveling Indianapolis, traveling all over the world right now. The deal breakers. Hey. Nice. That's what he wanted to do. Yeah. He got old women. He. That's my little nephew. Got old women panties going on. I'm like, man, I don't want to see. I don't want to see panties going up on the stage. I, I, or, you know, yeah. I, I don't want to see that. You're my little nephew. I just can't see that right now. You know what I mean? Hey, Clint said I'm calling people kids trash. Hey, yeah, yeah, he did. Hey. He did, Plexton. He, he did. Pray for him. I hope you pray like, for him today. But you got to know, you got to know, you got to know your child's ability. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If ability child, and passion. Yeah, ability and passion. If they got it, then then go with it. If, if not, I want to make water boy. They like they probably should be playing baseball. I'm just <laughs> like, got Yeah, one of them things. One of yeah. them things. Well, now we uh we understand we got some soft ass trash kids out here. So everybody agrees. <laughs> soft Sounds ass good. bitch ass cat kids. <laughs> uh, so uh, also one thing that was kind of weird, you know, they getting kind of uh, interesting out here. Uh, if you know the rapper Benny the Butcher. Um, I guess him and Freddie Gibbs, which is another rapper. I don't know how much y'all know about these cats. It's, you know, it's East Coast, boom, bappy type deals. 
But they out here, uh, Benny the Butcher sent some uh, pictures to Freddie G- of Freddie Gibbs' girlfriend uh, doing oral um, sexual activities. Uh, and I don't know if how long uh, Benny the Butcher is going to be alive. I don't know how long. Because, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you're wow. going to be out here. Wait, the out there. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. The question is, whose John was it? I, I mean, I don't look. I didn't. It didn't have. Uh, I don't know. I ain't see the picture, but ain't. I, guess it <laughs> I ain't either. Have, so, like, like anything on it. But obviously, anyway. obviously, uh, I, you know, my question least, was it was it his? Was it they, you they know? Knew, you know they what? Was, they knew it was uh, Freddie Gibbs' girl, though. Like that was one thing. Like even if it was some past stuff, you can't be putting that out on the streets. That's not really. That's not. Well, nice. my question is, what was the purpose? Did they have beef? What, what, Did they have what, beef? What would you call that bourbon? Like what? That's beef. What are the bourbon? That's beef. beef? You know what? What would you? What, what did you yeah, try to get out of that? Yeah, what did you try to get out of that? Obviously, I mean, it, it, that seems to be that seems to be a thing. Um, it has to be a beef situation right now. So that's kind of crazy. Um, but the head of the game. you know, like I mean, what what is the uh, literally I mean, the head of the game? Literally. <laughs> what I mean, I look at that as. <laughs> I look at that as a no-go. Uh, no pun intended, I mean, but. I mean, what, what, what type of thing? You got be- if you got beef with somebody, I mean, because, I mean, my man threw the picture out there. If you got beef with somebody, what the, what are the links that you are going to to try to embarrass this person? Talk to me, bro. There's no limit. What's the, what's the, what's if the, I got beef, if I got beef, there's no limit. No limit? None. Uh, None. None. All right. None. He say, he be no None. Limit. If we got true beef. There is no limit, and if I see you, it's on on site. No talk. I can't. Look, I can't say the same thing because let's go, Ross. Talk to me. Because with me, I'm like, I I I don't know when to shut down the emotions part of that. Because if you if you if you find a picture of my wife doing that and you put it out, I'm not stopping until I find you. And one of us gonna be ain't gonna make it. One of us hey. gonna jail. That's it. <laughs> right, hey, I'm with you right there. I'm with you right there because it's 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 it's, it's no limit, <laughs> no limit. This, look at this church going gentleman out here making jokes. Where is this headed? Hey, go ahead. Jesus pray for my look, Hey, hey, <laughs> go ahead. Jesus is there on the main line, Clexton. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, hey, like I mean, beef. That's that's uh that's beef, man. Like I, I see y'all said no limit on there. Um, yeah, I feel. And you. the thing I about it is, is is I'm not, I'm not trying to have I, I beef in, with nobody. I haven't, I haven't yeah. been in that type of beef though. That's that's like some, that's really elevated. Like I don't know if I've We've been, been emotionally, beef, bro. Hey, we have been. Have we though? Yeah. Was it in that type? Or did yeah. somebody have beef with us? No, that was because. Cause good. <laughs> oh no, man! <laughs> Look, he, he's spilling. Oh, the, he's spilling oh, dirt. He's spilling dirt. You talking about the other joint? The okay, Michael, yeah, the yeah, Michael yeah, five yeah. dirt. Yeah, the, the Michael uh, five. Okay, I got you. I got you. Yeah. yeah, that was some. Yeah, that was a head on the swivel type situation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. Okay. Mm, then, see, we did have some. One of our like artists that, on yeah. our record label was sleeping with an artist's girlfriend from another record label. Yeah. So, <laughs> only bad, only good thing about that was it wasn't we ain't had no cell phones, so we ain't could. Yeah, yeah, no, there was no, <laughs> no video, no there video, was no video. That would have been horrible. Yeah, that would have been very mm. bad. 
think we had bad. pages at the time. I don't think we had cell phones. Yeah, it was a very, could have been a very bad situation. But, you know, yeah. we survived. We made it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But, yeah, that was a situation where the beef could have got, it could have got crazy. Could have got a little, little, little yeah, crazy. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But, but, but hey, that's how yeah, it goes that's down sometimes. Hey, so one more thing. In the news. What you got? What you got? So Talk apparently, remember we had a report last week that um, one of the, the members of Napa Roots got uh, kidnapped and robbed and all that good stuff. Mm, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, you know, according uh, according to an inside story, they said it might have been a uh, inside job. Yeah, I yeah. saw that. I it would happen. You know, a lot of times it would have. Sometimes it's somebody who knows somebody who set them up. Yeah, that's crazy. You like, know. Yeah. I don't know, bro. I, I I feel like all these cats, young rappers, got these big squads and blah blah blah, and like the money, man. Like these cats, that there's no loyalty. Loyalty loyalty has diminished a lot. You know what I'm saying? Um, there's a code. The code has been broken. It's crazy. These cats are killing each other, robbing each other over. I mean, I've seen like over the year, you know, rappers then killed other rappers, so-called friends, over money. You know what I'm yep. saying? That's crazy. So yep. yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm I'm looking at the article right now. Um, it says uh, says Robinson called 911 and uh, revealed multiple suspects had already confiscated his gun and his house keys before turning their attention to the scales. Uh, they knew the scales address and forced him into the car to go to his home, where they were hoping to find more money. At one point, a second suspect tased him in the back of the head. Mm. Uh, you know, it's a, and here it says it was short little nigga though. Uh, Robinson told the dispatcher he got a hoodie and he talked. He's talking to somebody. Obviously, it's an inside job. Somebody who used to work here. Somebody who knows what's going on because he is talking to somebody on the phone when he was robbing me. So that's what it. That's what Scales, uh, Fish Scales is talking about. That he's on the phone. He was on the phone talking to somebody while this was going down. So obviously, they knew what was going on. And, uh, whoever was on the phone was, whoever was yeah, on the was, phone was, was giving person. them the details. Yeah, giving yeah. them details. Yeah, so that's a, that's unfortunate. Down the hallway. Yeah, that's unfortunate that um you know it went down like that. But luckily my man is uh he's doing better. He's doing well. You know getting getting everything going, getting better uh from the hospital and stuff like that. So continue to get better. Uh, fish scales there for Nappy Roots. You know uh, uh keep doing your thing. Hopefully everything turns out and they find out. There was one other thing I wanted to. Uh, to let y'all know about or what i heard you know uh your, your boy fat joe he's kind of getting dragged a little bit on the internet interwebs right now because on uh twitter on twitters on the twitty twats he was out there talking about that uh both latinos and blacks created hip-hop so this is my situation because do you think that fat joe is incorrect no what about you there one no, I wouldn't say. I would say no. I, he's I not. Would say that he he's is not, not incorrect. He's he's not incorrect. He's not incorrect. Um, if you look at hip hop as a whole, mm-hmm. back then when it started, most of the breakers. That's what I was about. Like, hold up, I'm like. Most of the breakers. Like, if you yeah. look, if you look, hey, most hey. of the breakers, Latino. Yeah, Latino. Most boy. of the breakers was Latino. Um, yeah. Uh, you look at. You look at most of the DJs uh, back then was breaking albums back then. They were the black guys, you know, taking the breaks from the best parts of the music, you know. 
That's where you get break beats in. That's where most of the, you know, back to back in those, you know, those break beats, you had the MCs. Most of those guys was black. Yeah. And then you had the breakers that would. That was guess what? They're called breakers. Yeah. They was breakers. They was breaking yeah. to the break beats. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, therefore, you got one on this side, complimenting one on this side. And they both was the blacks and the Latinos. Yep, and they was all in the same neighborhood. And it they was all like in the could, same it spot. It wasn't like you could, they wasn't going to the parties and everybody was there. It was well, like, that, you know, yeah. it was, it was like that dude, that dude light-skinned and speaks Spanish. That's all, he yeah. was just light-skinned yeah. and speaks Spanish. Like, yo, that's, yeah. my, that's my nigga, he light-skinned and speaks Spanish or something. With a cute sister. <laughs> with with cute sister, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. With the long hair, yeah. with the long hair, you know what I'm saying? With the curly hair, you know what I mean? Right, right, yeah. right. With the J-Lo's. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nah, nah. Before J Lo was yeah, Lisa Lisa. The, yeah. It was oh, Lisa, Lisa Lisa. It was Lisa Lisa. You know what I'm saying? Cult yeah. Jam. You know what I mean? Rosie, yeah, Rosie yeah. Perez. Yeah, yeah. Nah. Before Rosie Perez, it was it was that. Uh, Rosie Perez. Wow, this brother, she about like six. She years. out there. She yeah, out there. she up there. She That's up what I'm there. Saying. She, she was back in that. Nah, nah, nah. Let's no. Let's let's go. We gotta go further than that. When you're talking about the start, you gotta talk with uh, the first. I mean, I, like I, for me, for me, right? the first, the first Latino hip hop crush, the real Roxanne. Yeah, Roxanne Shante. No, the real Roxanne. Real Roxanne, Roxanne Shantan. The Roxanne Shante was black. The real Roxanne was yeah. Latino. Yeah. I remember. Bruh, come on. I mean, man. I know Research. you know. I just want to. You know, I know. I still got the albums, even though they're in storage right now. But I got. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. There it is. There it is. Yep, yep. I've seen the face. Yep. Yep. That's it. Yep. I got you. Yes. Yeah. I've seen that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so mm-hmm. I, yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. I think I think the Latino community has put, given a lot to hip hop. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They are part of hip hop. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why people I, and, and, on, uh, on Twitter is like going at Fat Joe. That's not because weird. they don't because they don't know the history. Of, but he's not, all he's all mad young people because I don't yeah, I don't think exactly. it's like people our age and older that's on Twitter like Fat Joe, you wrong. I think this is all like you know what I'm saying twelve year olds. Definitely not. Um, that Definitely have, not like, us. Don't know what's going on, or they just been listening to the music that's came out in the last ten years, and they like that's not right, you know. Yeah. So that doesn't yeah. that doesn't make any sense at all, not at all. So hey, Fat Joe, man, keep rapping. We love the Latino brothers and sisters out there. That's you know right. What I'm saying? That's they right. Part of the team, they was doing it. You know what I'm saying? Hey, my question Clean is, how many of them? How many of those? How many of those is this complaining has watched breaking? None of them. None. There you <laughs> go. I can tell you that. There you zero go. Right now. There you go. Ozone was killing the back. They don't know nothing about that electric boogaloo. Exactly. You know what I mean? Boogaloo shrimp was happening. <laughs> Ozone was happening. My dude, son. Yeah. 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 They was Pop lockers. They was you know killing. what I'm saying? That was a joint. I'm trying to find that movie. I ain't watch that movie in a minute. Hey, yeah, yeah. Oh gotta, man, you yeah, gotta watch that's it. The hit, man, that's the hit. That's cult. That's that's cult. That's cult right there. You gotta yeah. watch it. That's a classic. That's hip hop classics. What was that? What was that one? It was breaking and uh, what was that? And break electric two. Boogaloo. And then yeah, breaking. No, two that's breaking two is electric Boogaloo. Then it was yeah. Beat Street. Beat Street. That's what yeah, it was. Beat yeah, Beat Street. Beat Street. You know and then Crush breaking. Groove. Crush Groove. Yeah. Crush Groove. Yep. Yeah. Crush Groove. Yeah. yeah those are the those are the majors. Yeah. Yeah. It was so good, man. 
Good times back in the day. I'm about to boom. Good times back. Hey, don't. Hey, get me a boom. Fish the line, bitch. You think it's a game? Hey, get you. Go ahead and get you some. Oh, wait a minute, get you some Advils on yeah. standby. Yeah, yeah, make sure. Get you some Advil on standby. Boom, 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 crap. That, 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 hip, that hip could be a problem, son. Don't yeah. Right, bro. Yeah. Yeah. All right. yeah. Hey, I jumped out of my truck the other day for a football game and damn near broke my damn leg. <laughs> I could walk for 30 minutes. My, my wife was like, You need some medicine. Some medicine? Yeah, I need something. I can't move. I can't take a step right now. <laughs> uh, I feel you. I feel you. Hey, part of that aging. Hey, did yeah, y'all happen yeah. to see? You know what I'm saying? We was talking about Snoop cereal last week because he came yeah. out with some Snoopy Loops or whatever them things go. Snoop so, Loops. Snoop Loops. You know what I mean? So also, I wanted to uh, another another a round of applause for Snoop man. Did y'all see, happen to see uh, Day Shift, the movie on Netflix? It was good. With I Jamie Foxx. I haven't watched it. Yeah. I haven't. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Yes, I did. The Vampire Joint. Yeah. Yeah. First of all, I got hey, I'm feeling that. I'm feeling that. Snoop ain't that. Hey, man. He's Snoop, dog. You like how I went that? He's Snoop. He's Snoop. You know what I mean? That's what it is. He had the bomb on his chest. Yeah, he did. I don't even know how he did that. Hey, because he, he West Coast, man, he can't die. Yeah. I told him why he's in the script. Like I said, it's in the script. That's why. I mean, he's in the script. That's how and I he took it out hey. and threw it at him. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Blah. You know what I mean? Hey, I got to give props. I got to give props to Snoop, though. Because yeah. really, acting-wise, he was like, he was good. I was yeah. like, oh. He's been like, in a few. Like, I mean, he, he but he's been in a few joints to pick up pointers and whatnot to elevate his acting game. You know what I mean? Because he was he was really like playing another character, even though like by the end he was giving a little West Side or whatever. But he got a new. It's still one of those things. I was like, yo, this dude is uh like he acting like a different character. Like it wasn't traditional. I'm just being Snoop in a movie. He was actually trying to be yeah somebody different. I was like out of his spurt too. Called Romance. Yeah, yeah, got a little comedy about to come out. Yeah, I seen that as well. So. Yeah, man. No, once again, another applause for Snoop, man. He out here. Word up. I, I would say Snoop really on the real. OG. I have to look at it like Snoop is is probably the most famous hip hop artist. Gotta be like the mo- one of the most famous hip hop artists, man. Like Snoop from where he came from, just about people knowing him outside of hip hop worldwide. Yeah, I would say yeah. yeah. Snoop yeah. is that dude. He, he came out is with most, like a real okay. Put it album. like this. He came out with like a real like super duper album. Famous most. I will famous. say he's the most famous, most diverse hip hop artist yeah. known to date. Yeah. I mean, he's been on talk shows with uh, what was oh, the girl. what was yeah, oh girl. But, yeah, uh, he you know he's doing Martha that. Stewart. He's doing Martha Stewart. He's doing he's doing Corona commercials. He's mm-hmm. got he just acquired aftermath. I mean, uh, well he got uh, Death, Death Row. Death, 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 he just well, he, he got, just reacquired that. Um, he's doing he's doing major stuff, he's man. Worst, worldwide, he got Asian commercials, all kinds of stuff. It's crazy. Yeah, man. Snoop is yeah. uh, Snoop. I would say is the most famous, most famous yeah. rapper that I mean as of uh, uh, icon. He's probably the most yeah, famous most, def- most definitely icon, um, around the world right now. So once again, big props to Snoop out there, man. My man got cereals and he doing movies and he's he that dude, man. He's trying to be like Ice Cube, but more like visual. Because even Ice Cube, he's been doing it for a minute, doing his thing. 
but he's more behind the scenes producer doing directing you ain't putting stuff Correct. together behind the scenes but, Correct. but snoop is that guy that's been out front with his face on the billboards and he he's that guy man he's been out there doing the big thing so good stuff man so i think that's it for the news of the day we gonna move in to the music of the week <laughs> so it's been a pretty good music week uh we have a uh an interesting situation uh as of music wise that's been going on let's go ahead and pop this up and add it to the cuisine so we got music of the week for august 28th 2022 new releases what we got going on here so we got a few artists that came out i listened to a few of these albums that drago and Bino, Bino, uh sorry we was trapping as i right, kind of the normal stuff to be going on little bean waiting my turn same kind of stuff that jid i like jid he get busy dude out of atlanta he's on dreamville i did like his album a little different than the mainstream of stuff that's been going on that god is or god did dj khaled uh listen to that joint rock, uh that rock uh marciano and alchemist listen to that that was pretty decent if you like that east coast boom bat that michi uh draco that was a surprisingly good album never heard of the dude started listening to it and i was like yo i like this vibe he kind of has more of the um, new school a little mix of the new school old school beat dynamic going on um and but his flow isn't like super speedy or got a whole bunch of you know effects on his voice or anything like that he kind of got a draggy voice so uh uh and the content that he was talking about was uh very interesting and i and it kind of caught my uh caught my eye you know so move on to uh the big catch of spotlight and i just did this for my man uh Roz over there because i know he likes dj Khaled. we the best so god did you know what i'm saying god uh, 18 did. tracks <laughs> there was a few songs that uh i did like one there pay uh bills paid with lotto and the city girls it, it was a nice little blend of an old school beat on there god did jay-z's verse if y'all have heard Daisy's verse was pretty legit on there. Talked about some stuff. Beats is pretty much what DJ Khaled do. It was the same type stuff. The Juice World, uh, Juice World did that was a good song. Um, and then also uh, these streets know my name, which was a uh, um, you know it had a little dance hall uh, joint to it. So I really enjoyed that. So go ahead. I'm, I'm assuming most people out there checked out uh, the guy did DJ Khaled. Um, most of the you as you can see. I didn't really pick any of the Drake features. I really didn't like the staying alive joint. It really wasn't my vibe. So um, that's out right now. But go hit those up. Go check them out, um, you know, and, and have a good time listening, partying to them and having a good deal. So, I mean, you know, he did what he normally does. I don't feel like the hits were what, uh, you know, back in the day when you had all I do is win and things like that. But, you know, we got some songs out there for people to listen to. And uh, we'll hit in the club a little bit. So uh, go check that out. Once again, those are the, that's the men's catch-up uh, pick of the week. Now, we're going to move on to the interview with Juan, a.k.a. DJ Psycho. All right, all right. What's up, big man? Let's so, go with it. Let's, let's go, go with it. Let's go. All right, man. So, you know, welcome to the show once again. All right, so, man, what what got you into DJing, man? What, what started um, off God Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> uh, by truthfully, 
by accident. Um, my dude, uh, AKA Eric Gaucher, uh, I started off as a dancer for hip hop artists uh, back in the day in high school days. Uh, Eric Gaucher, Gucci Rock, shout outs to him. Um, I started, you know, doing a, me and the dude named uh, David Bailey started dancing for him, background dancers and whatnot. And so we went over to uh, uh, a producer that was producing Eric's uh, music for him. Uh, shout out to Johnny Busby, AKA Buzz. And uh, I, we go in to get the tape so I can have a t copy of the tape to dance to, you know, to figure out the dance moves and stuff to the music. Right. And uh, I'm looking at the equipment and uh, I'm like, hmm, keyboard, drum machine, four track, blah, blah, blah. Man, I can do that. I can do what he doing. You know what I mean? So after we left, it was like we walking home because at that time, you know, we 15, 14, 15 on the foots, on the foots, bro. So we going home and uh, I'm like, hey, man, I can do that. And he was like, yeah, right. Now, my background, my dad played in the band. So at that time, I used to go down. Me and my sister used to go down in the basement and play on all the instruments, drums, keyboards, congos, all of that. Anything that right, was right. anything that was down there, we was playing with it. So right, right. first thing I went and did, okay, he was like, if you, you could do that, cool, we'll make a group. So that started me into, it was by default. Hmm. I'm going to go get a drum machine. That's the first thing. I go back to Buzz. Yeah. Hey, man, you got any drum machines you want to sell? Sure, you know, what you want, what you need. I'm like, well, how much is that one? Bought a little Dr. Rhythm R5. It was a Boss Dr. Rhythm 5. Yeah. It wasn't enough. So I learned everything, did everything I could do on that, and it wasn't enough. So I went to the pawn shop, closest pawn shop in Columbus was Uncle Sam's. Bought me a, I still have that drum machine today. It was a Roland R5. Mm. Had three bass sounds in it. Drum machine, all the sounds. But the one thing it didn't have, which I didn't know what was making that sound, being in Ohio, you didn't have access to New York or Cali. You know what I mean? You didn't know exactly what was making those sounds. I didn't have 808. So I eventually took a tom from the R5, tuned it down, and that was my 808. Okay. And I started from that, and that's what got me into DJing. Is just being a dancer and figuring out, man, I can do what he's doing. And after that, it was a go. It was a go. We started a group, Brothers in Black Boots. And it was kind of a mixture between, our group was kind of a mixture between Public Enemy and NWA. Okay. So we put those two together. And then <laughs> and what? <laughs> and you know, and enemy. And you know, public enemy, and uh, and and yeah. So that that's how I got started, man. That's, that's how legit. I got started. That's man. legit. I always want. Hey, look. So me, I always want to be a DJ. For some reason, I always want to learn how. But look, complicated shit. So whatever y'all do, <laughs> I appreciate it. Look, all the buttons. Like when we used to be in the studio, and then Hayes be doing a little engineering shit. Shit look complicated to me. I don't know shit. I, I just rap. I, I, I write to it or whatever. But um, 
Yeah, shit. I'm gonna fuck if I get on your keyboard. But that was the fun. That was the fun part, though. That was the fun part is learning, learning new equipment, learning scratches, learning. I mean, I mean, that was the fun of hip hop, man. That was the so fun of. There, uh, and, and so, is there a difference between the DJs? Well, I know there's a difference in the, different in equipment. So, what is the difference between when you started DJing and the equipment now? Because I know a lot of things. A lot of, Everybody thinks they're a DJ. Yeah, a lot of equipment now. If small. you get a lap, if you get a laptop and a controller, everybody thinks they're a DJ, and it's and it's a difference. It's a total difference. There is a uh, there's a difference between there's a difference between a club DJ, there a battle DJ, and somebody who just plays music in a bar. Okay. Um, the difference is a true club DJ. He can go on into any club and read the crowd and see what's going to move them and center on that lane. Then there's you got DJs that just go in and play what they want to play and don't care about what the crowd wants. Yeah. And then you have a battle DJ where it's not necessarily. Uh oh, battery running low. Uh oh, you better plug that in. I better plug that up. <laughs> Give me, let me get a, let me get a second. Let me get a second, fellas. All right, not a problem. Not a problem. <laughs> you unprepared, DJ. Hey, hey, DJ. Can't be running on batteries out of here when it's a when it's an hour and a half set. You know what I mean? Like, what's going on? But uh, yeah. So, but I mean, I remember, he has like, a, wait, man. I remember like when you were using it um, when I worked in the club in Germany, mm-hmm. and the DJ was a fight getting ready to break out, and the club was hype. The club was like. Front. Yeah, yeah. A fight was getting ready to break out. I remember the DJ played um, Michael Jackson. Um, what was that song? Where did you come from, babe? What song was that? And you not to take me there. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got you. That's from. Uh, what song was that? Is that the right? Yeah. 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 All right, I'm back. The DJ played that song, and everybody that was about to fight, the whole room just shifted. Everybody was like, oh, he's trying to fight the Jason plan. They're like, yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't. He's like, you can't can't fight to that. And then I heard that dude, I'm like, dude, that dude right there is a bomb ass DJ. He switched up the whole game. He's and I, the whole game in the room because of one song. Yeah. Like that one song, I think it was Living Up the Wall or something like that, uh, whatever. Oh, whatever song it was. Yeah. But when he played it, it shifted the whole room. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And nobody wanted to fight no more. I'm yeah. like, shit. This dude yeah. did that shit with music, dog. That's crazy. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. Music moves that, the world. Yeah, having that ability. One of the best, um, one of the best DJs that... I've ever been in a club listening to is me and my me and my wife were we went out in Germany and we happened to be out one night and we're chilling. We just went to like a little pop club or whatever. And there was a female DJ and this is you know, this is what this had to be like what three, something like that. Female DJ and she was brought she had some of the best mixes of songs that shouldn't go together. Yeah. Ever. 
Like, I was just like, yo, she was mixing, like, Metallica and Michael Jackson with a hip-hop joint. And, like, they was just blending these songs perfectly yeah. and would just change the tone of everybody dancing. But you stay dancing the way that she would do it. And I was like, man, that's talent right there, you know? So I understand that difference from, like, that battle or you just go into some bar somebody's just pushing uh you know is it is it is it like whatever you know well that that goes to show you that maybe she took time to experiment at home right and try new stuff and try new mixes and present them right and 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 with that the new equipment allows you it doesn't limit you See, a lot of people, a lot of people, you know, think that all you, you know, all D, just because the person has the newest equipment doesn't mean their mixes is going to sound good or they know exactly what they're doing. Yep. That's just like anything else. You know, you got to do, you got to do just like sports. You got to put in the work. You got to put in the work. You know, you got to put in the work. And that goes with DJing, you know, Um, all DJs. If you little badass kids can't DJ, keep their ass off the turntables. <laughs> keep their ass off the turntables. Keep their ass off the turntables. Turn 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 you know what I mean? Come up out of here. You know what I mean? Trash, great trash ass DJ kids. Yeah. Come up out of here. You know you what know. I mean? So hey, let me let me ask you this, man. What what was probably one of the biggest or the the, the most unique experiences that you had because you were a DJ? Me personally? Yeah. Oh man, and this has just happened. Well. Two. Now, well, that wasn't because of it. They just thought we were supposed to be in the show, but that was, you know, it, that was not the case. But um, the most unique experience was the Dave Chappelle. I, I gotta, I gotta say, the Dave Chappelle joint. Um, one of my partner DJs, uh, DJ Drastic, Damon Johnson. Shout out to him. Um, Scratch Johnson, a.k.a. Scratch Johnson. He called me up and was like, hey, man, uh, I might have a, a little, you know, thing to do. You want to you wanna be my, you know, my second man? I'm like, what, what you talking about? He was like, it's a little, you know, it's a little spot. You know, there might be some people there and, you know, it's a little show off thing. But it's, it's, it's a quiet and ain't going to be a lot of people there little joint and i'm like all right i'll go i don't care it's a dj thing so let's let's go so we go to yellow springs we drive to yellow springs we get to this little little spot this little shack and we there a little early we're there a little early and this thing looks like an old garage my man you would never know you would never even think to look at this place we walk in I see a few turntable setups. I look to the right. This place, this thing is no bigger than a two-car garage. That's basically what it is. It's a two-car garage. Right. I see the DJ setup. I look to the right, and there's a bar in the back. And behind the bar is Talib Kweli and Dave Chappelle. What? Yeah. And I'm sitting there like, no, the fuck I ain't. <laughs> I know Dave Chappelle lives in Yellow Springs, but no, the fuck I ain't. 
right off of the main drag. And Dave Chappelle is and Talib Kweli is behind the bar, just chilling. Two lists right there. Yep, yep. Ohio boy. So the guy who was setting us up and invited us brings us in and he's like, Oh yeah, this is drastic. This is psycho. Dave Chappelle was like, Man, I'm glad you made it. Uh Where'd you guys come from? It was like, oh, just Columbus. It ain't nowhere from, you know, 45 minutes. He was like, uh, you guys drinking? I look at Drastic and I'm like, hell yeah, we drinking. <laughs> he was like, well, what you want to drink? I was like, man, if you're pouring gasoline, I'm drinking it, whatever. It don't make a difference. You pouring it, I'm drinking it. Takes us over, has a, you know, he pours us a drink, we cheers, and we just kick it all night. Hey. Kick up. it all night. I mean, it, it, there's there was probably about end up probably having about thirty DJs, and that's all he wanted to do was listen to organic DJ hip hop. We got on the turntables, did our thing, and just had a good time, man. Damn. Just had a good time. But the fact that you know uh, that it was close to hometown, Dave, one hundred percent. Straight up down the earth guy, straight up. He was in there mopping, mopping up spill. Cause it was in, the, it was in, it was in like, it was in like February. So up here, it was still snow. It was still yeah. snowing. You know, people walking in. He's like, oh yeah, let me scoot over right quick. Let me get that. Let me get that mopping up stuff. And I'm like, bro, this is down the earth guy. He, he 100 with it. Yeah. You know, and uh, true, true dude, dude of hip hop for real. He's a true. He's a two, true guy of hip-hop. He loves hip-hop. So I would say out of everything, that was one of my one of my top. One of my top experiences being a DJ. One of my top. That sounded like it was dope for real. <laughs> you know, that was one of my top. Just being of all of, uh, you know, of people with money. Yeah, yeah. You know, that don't act like there of money that's the difference that's the yeah. difference you know what i mean you can actually reach and touch them you can actually touch them you know what i mean so and, you and, didn't get um tell him to, uh, he didn't get on the mic yes he did okay okay yes he did uh he got on the mic dave got out there told us uh you know some experiences in that spot uh the last time he saw dmx he was in that spot um whose house was just it? a it wasn't a house like i told you bro it like was a, a garage. garage. Oh, it, it was a garage to a house. It was just a garage. No, it's a it's an old mechanic's garage off the strip, and he said he bought it, and he gonna turn it into. Is that the, just is a that little, the, is that the spot he gonna turn into the the comedy show or the comedy store? I don't know. Mean? I don't know, yeah. man. I don't know. Dude, I get hey. On the low, I'll show you exactly where it's. I'll send you the link where it's at. <laughs> I know exactly where it's at. And when you see it on the map, bro, you won't know. You'll be like, that? You would not believe me. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, that's It's dope. crazy. It's crazy. Stuff, so uh, besides, you know, being able to meet Dave Chappelle and being in those situations of uh, meeting artists and, and uh, experience those type of things, like what effect have music had on yourself and like your kids and your interaction and and being able to inspire people like 
how has that been how have you used music to inspire younger uh, music for me um yeah. I, I my thing is you know each one teach one so whatever i learn you know what i mean it does me no good to keep it mm. um you know uh lofton you know for sure you know anything I had, or you know I had the, as an insight or how to do stuff, which you already know knew how to do things. Right. I, it was available. If you ask me, I'm going to tell you what I know, and then that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, and it's my peace. If I'm frustrated, go to my music. If um, you know, if I had a bad day, go to my music. It, uh, it's it, it's my creative outlet. Yeah. Um. You know, uh, as a producer yourself, you know, um, there might be a thousand things you might throw away. Yeah. Um, but it might be this one artist or a kid that you see, you know, he's trying to do something and he doesn't have the equipment to do it. Hey, man, I got these couple of these tracks. Why don't you go ahead and run with that? You know, mm -hmm. see what you can do with it. Um, yeah. it, it, it just it, it, it opens up my heart to heart, help another artist. You know, another inspiring artist. You got to inspire. Uh, hopefully, things that I've done has inspired somebody else to take it to the next level. And that's what that that for me. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Even though if I don't make it to you know whatever whatever the case was, right, right. hopefully I did something that inspired somebody else to take it to the next level, and hopefully they could take what I gave them and run with it. And that's and you know with no with no accolades of hey. You know, shout out to you know DJ Psycho, blah blah blah. You know, right, right. I know what I did. I know what I did, and I and it and it and it just makes me feel good. So long as it makes me feel good that I can give back to the hip hop community, then that's what I that's what I like doing. Hey, we appreciate you, man. So uh, hey, Raj, you got anything else? No, nah, man. I think it's time though. All right, man. Well, it's time, man. Once again, thank you so much. Interview wise, DJ Psycho in the building. Cheers, cheers, cheers up to you, man. Thank you. you. Thank well, we you. We got to do one more thing. Thanks for having me. Before uh, we leave up out of here, we got to hit you with that. Uh, respect your deck, man. We got to respect go. your deck. You know it's what I'm saying? We got to do that for every, every person that come on this show. We got to ask them a couple questions um, just to find out. You know what I'm saying? This is about some music up in here as well. So we got to make sure that we're good to go on that. So. What's that one artist? What's that one artist that no matter mm. what happens, that you said, hey, man, this dude ain't came up with an album in 10 years, or this mug is coming out with a new album, and people are like, it's trash. I'm buying it anyway, because that's my dude. Who's that one artist that no matter what, you about to go get it? Uh, Hip-hop-wise? Hip-hop-wise. Who's that? Who's that artist? Oh, uh, man. I would have to say, I would have to say, even though... And it's not a hip hop artist. This is actually a well, producer. Any artist, Anything, yeah, yeah. DJ Quick. DJ, DJ Quick. Quick. Okay, all right. DJ so Quick. DJ Quick, man. Anything he's touching, then I gotta go get it. I gotta go hey. get it. Just because he does, you know, yeah. it's 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 that feel good music, and yeah. you know, anything he touches is usually some, some kind of feel good. Yeah, you DJ, know? DJ Quick's legit, man. He got that nice like, it's like West Coast. It's a little bit. Uh, it's he, West he got Coast. that West Coast. He got that West Coast ride. You know what I'm saying? It just makes me like. But you know what? I, I hate people saying that. I hate people saying West Coast. Because so all the song, no, all the most of that stuff is Midwest. Well, it's Ohio like, players, Ohio, Ohio players, Ohio players, Zap. Yeah, yeah. So I really, yeah. it's it's Midwest. Well, really I mean, it's Midwest. I, 
it's Midwest. Midwest is the uh, is the the base original. Yeah, it's the base base for it. You know what I'm saying? Right, I, right. We want the Midwest didn't do that with it. The West Coast did that with it. But uh, yeah, know, true, true enough, saying? true so enough. They, 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 they brought it back. They yeah, brought they it back. They flipped it. They so flipped all right, it. so we got DJ Quick on that. So all right, now what's that one album that no matter what you like? Yo, I'm stuck on the on the island somewhere. What's that one album that I'm gonna listen to repetitively no matter what's going on? That's the one I can take with me. The one album I can take, the whole album. Yeah, it's yeah. got to be the whole album. Yeah, man. I mean, you don't listen to hip hop. Because I, 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 don't have to be hip hop. It don't have to be. It don't have to be hip hop. That one album that hey, I gotta listen to it for the rest of my life. That's the only songs I got. Ah uh, man, uh, I would have to say. Oh, I would have to say Stevie Wonder, bro. I gotta Stevie have. Wonder, okay. I gotta have Stevie Wonder. Um, okay. The album, oh man, you you hit me right quick. Um, either that or Thriller, Michael Jackson Thriller. Yeah, Thriller is legit. Thriller is legit. That's a good album. I'm old school, bro. I'm yeah. I'm, 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 I'm kind of yeah. it's, it's it's yeah. You know what I mean? We are we all old school up here, so I feel you. So yeah, okay. So we got DJ Quick. We got we we going with Thriller or, or Stevie One. <sighs> I would say I'm gonna say Michael Jackson. I would say Michael Jackson. I'm gonna say Michael Jackson Thriller because they, he changed the game. He changed the game on that. Thriller album. Okay, so we've already got DJ Quick as the artist. We got the album as a Thriller. So we going for that one song that you be like, yo, that give me hype. That does whatever the emotion is. I can listen to that one song. If I had that one song, what is that one? song? My emotion is always gonna be to get me hype, okay. and the song that gets me hype. Is Public Enemy Rebel Without a Pause? Okay, all right, man. Ooh, public Enemy, you know, hey. <laughs> hey, man. hey, Rebel hey, Without man. a Pause, man. It's something about that production and that that noise. Yeah, yeah. That noise, it, yeah. It's 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 See, time to go. And look at this. So with it with a DJ, we've got three selections that we've never had on the show. Yeah, we got DJ Quick. Yeah. We got Michael Jackson Thriller, Rebel Without a Pause, Public Enemy. Right there, we got three brand new boys. So everybody out there, if you haven't heard those, if you haven't listened to those, go check out all that. I'm pretty it's sure from people DJ listen to Michael Jackson. Too, but all the other stuff, make sure that you go check it out. Thank you so much. We respect your deck, sir. We yes, respect sir. Your deck. You know what I'm saying? Doing your thing, especially from a DJ point of view. Oh yeah, for sure. Now we're gonna move on to to one of my favorite parts of the show, <laughs> where I get disagree with Roz on this. <laughs> you know Here we go. We got the almost top four. Talk to me, player. What you got this week? So listen, man. We talked about, and this came up just recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, matter of fact, earlier in this in this in this um in this interview. So yeah. this week we're gonna talk about hip hop. Hottest beast, right? Okay. All Hot right. beast in hip hop, right? And of course, I got a couple honorable mentions. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a. So this, this, this gonna be a two part situation. Okay. So it's gonna be like hip hop hottest beast, and who actually won the beef. Okay. Right. So honorable mention, I'm, I'm gonna mention two people, and I already know that as a DJ, he probably he, he probably gonna think I should have put him on the list. 
But I got other ones that, I, that I'm going to put on there talking about. First honorable mention, LL Cool J versus Cool Mo D. That's like honorable that mention. One. Okay. okay. That was a good honorable mention. Mention. I like that one. I like that. You know what I'm saying? I was. I mean, yeah, you I saying like the winner? LL. You saying the winner is LL? Yeah. I like oh, it. most definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. I was. I was a fan of both. I had both albums. Okay. So. So. I got so the next honorable mention, and only because it's only an honorable mention to me because they cool now. Okay. It was Drake, Meek Mills. All right. Yeah, that was Drake won that one. I, I ain't <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Drake, Drake won that. Drake, Drake won, won that. Drake was that was the first like hip hop internet beat. Yeah. Like that was he he was like, Oh, I came with some stuff that nobody thought you could do with hip hop. Yeah. And he hit, yeah. he killed him with memes and you was like, What just happened? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was new. So now gotcha. top three best right, hip hop beats of all times. Of all Starting time. from Bob. Now yeah, he is. Yeah, All right, number three, 50 Cent and Ja Rule. Ja Rule. 50 first job, 50 first job. <sighs> I say 50. You got to say 50. Because yeah, Ja Rule, is kind of like that. After that, he fell off. Like, Beyond fell off. Anytime yeah. you anytime you got somebody who could buy yeah, yeah. the first three rows, the first three rows of your concert and have nobody show up, yeah. Game over. Yeah. Yeah. Game over. Yeah. That's it. 50 was villainous. Like, I mean, it was like, I'm trying to take your career. He was doing things, and he was able to do things because our hip-hop artists was kind of really making money. So then he could do things that other hip-hop artists could do. Like, LL couldn't have did that to Kumo D back in the day because they weren't making money like that. But now, no, like, no. 50 and them, they was, like, making money where he's like, yo, I'm they making out he's, he's making vitamin water money. Yeah, yeah like, you know what I'm saying? Cash, so he was able to do things that most artists wouldn't even think of anymore. Yeah, that yeah. was Yeah, no yeah, doubt. This yeah. Yeah. So, number two, and I, number this, listen, if oh. you listen to this, this particular beat, if you listen to this, these, these songs, right, bro, when I tell you this cat literally destroyed this cat, and it, he destroyed this cat so bad, I'm going to say the name, that the other cat was like, when I heard this shit, I was like, God damn, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> Eminem, MGK. Oh. MGK oh. was like, hey, bro. I, I wasn't even, I, I, I wouldn't even, even yeah. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't, you putting that number two? Continue. Yeah. Just go ahead. That was bullying. That was bullying. That's some bullying shit right yeah. there. You wouldn't even. Yeah, you can't even. You can't even put that. But I put it in that number two because of Kill Shot. If you heard Kill Shot, dude, the mm. lyrical skills in Kill Shot, dog, was yeah. like crazy. Okay, I, I, I give you that. I give you that. Kill Shot right. was crazy. It's yeah. like even even MGK was like he said he called him a mumble rap. He's like, oh, that, goddamn. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So I number one, and this is number one. one for me. Like I said, I know Hayes always got some shit to say, so it is what it is. That's what I'm here for. No. Jay Z, Nas. Jay Z, Nas. Hey, okay. okay. To me, Nas took that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, to most people. Ether. What? Yeah, yeah. To Ether. Most people, that Ether. Was, yeah. That, most that definitely. Was the, that was most the definitely. L. That was the first yeah. L that freaking uh, Jay Z had taken. That was for yeah. sure yeah. the first yeah. L. Yeah. 
Yeah. And uh, there we I'll go. Give you we, that. Got to, we got to uh, top three hip hop hottest beefs. We got 50 versus Ja Rule, M versus MGK, and Jay Z versus Nas. So, based on, all right, so as of songs, out of these three, who had the best song just in general? That you would have been like, yeah, out of the, out of all these battles, oh, who had either. the best song? Either? Yeah, either. Either. Nas. Either was fire, man. Yeah. Either was nah. fire. Like, people were no, just that... like, what? And they never saw Jay Z get smoked like that. He yeah. Oh. He was just, that was fire. Yeah. yeah. Nas. Yeah. I get um, Nas. I'm trying to think, like, other beefs out there that was uh, worth some. That was really on wax. Just on beef. wax? I mean, uh... look, I mean, T, I mean, I mean, push a T. Dusted Drake, man, and he he got him. Uh, he, he got him. Dog. Did he really though? He did though. You he, 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 he literally, like, he literally caused my man. Nobody put, really, nobody put, really even acknowledged that bullshit. Look, That's he like, put it. He put yeah, out a kid that he that nobody knew that he had, and he made him push back a freaking Adidas release. Like I was like, yo. You but nobody really like business. really acknowledged no. it. It's not. It's not a. It's not a. It's not a famous beef though. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's not a famous I, beef I would, though. I would look at it like, I look at it like this. Due to the fact, it's very much a lyrically and song wise. I feel like yes, to Pusha T smoked. It. But due to the fact that Pusha T is not as wealthy and famous as Drake. It he, makes it easily easy to pass off. Come out first, like what's that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like he's not he's not a better rapper than Drake. You know what I'm saying? Huh? And it's like it's like this. It's like buying. Look, I'm like, hold up, what? Oh wait, man, what? wait, man. Oh, I, I gotta what? back that up. Listen, I gotta oh. back that up. I gotta okay, back that up. Okay, I, I don't even believe you do hip hop. I gotta back that up. Like, yeah, you said you just said you just said some bullshit right there. Okay, so let me ask you this. Let's, let's keep it real. Yes. Let's keep it one hundred. Let's keep it one hundred. No. Let's go. If if he's better rapper than Drake, net worth, net worth. No, you talking about money. I'm talking about. You talking about man, money. I'm talking about a better rapper. Period. If better I, rapper. If I there's a Mercedes and a Lamborghini, nigga, which one you buying? Like look, real talk. I'll, look, if I'm if I'm looking for lyrics, I'm buying Pusha T. If okay. I'm looking, if I'm looking apparently for his ace, lyrics don't get him where where he need to go. No, no, that's lyrics, my point. Look, I lyrics like are different. But he look, great. Lyri- no, lyrics are different than making songs. You're talking about two different things. Yeah, you, know you are talking about things. two different things. And and, and, the, and the thing about it is, and the thing hey. about it is, put it this way, put it this way. If the artist was a T-shirt, which one you gonna rock? You gonna rock Drake or you gonna rock Pusha T? Neither one of the niggas, because I don't wear nigga shit. But, <laughs> but okay. Listen. With that being with that being said, I'ma say Drake is a women. He's catered to women buying his shit. A lot of I mean, I don't even I put Drake truthfully. Drake is an R&B. Drake should be an R and B. Drake should be an R and B, man. Which is fine. For real. Which is fine. But the which bottom that line is he this. doesn't if the bottom line is this, Push T is not like you said. He's not. He's not making the money Drake's making. He's not as famous as Drake. You know what I'm saying? And hey, you you done music with me. You know I'm a lyricist. You know as an artist I'm a lyricist. So I can't you believe you're saying? saying this. So as a lyricist, <laughs> I'm telling you, which is fine. You know what I'm saying? But you also got to understand that 
you literally put up, you know what I'm saying, a a mogul against a rapper. Okay. Push but, rapper. but that, but that has rapper. nothing that has nothing to but see that's, that's what I'm not, saying. Like you're nobody talking, even paying you know, attention to that beef. If and, it was and, if it, it was Drake and if it was Drake and Jay Z or Drake and Lil Wayne, uh, everybody would listen to it. Now you know what? This is this is this would make the difference. If if you took both of those artists and you put them on a battle rap stage and they spit those verses. Push the T. That's what I'm saying. So you already just said you you just said battle rap stage. No, see, but that's what I'm saying. We talking about do you know? Do you know? But you're talking about a versus though. But you're talking about a versus. I'm talking. You're talking about a no. But what I'm saying, he's talking about a versus. Not how much money or how much they sold. You're talking about a versus. We talking about the hottest beef. All right. So I'm understanding. I'm just talking about his. That's not the hottest beef because nobody even knew the beef existed. I understand that. You and push I understand that. If you want to push T fan and you want to DJ, y'all wouldn't know shit about this. And, I, and I under and no, because I would <laughs> still like grinding and everything he did there. But the thing is, is that I understand why it's not high on the list due to the fact he still got smoked. It's just that you have a person that is way up money wise and fame wise, and you have somebody that is not on their level. It doesn't mean that he didn't get smoked. It just means that he had the ability to go, look, I bought this, guys. Hey, I made a song for women. Look at this. Come on, dance with me. And he was able to go. He was the magician. He was able to go, no, look at this. Don't worry about this. That's what he's able to do. When you have that money, that's what you're able to do. So you're telling me, like, lyrically, lyrically, Mick Mill's not better than Drake? If they were. But that's what I'm saying. And Mick Mill's in the same type of situation. Like, he probably. No, they knew about it. If, well, I mean. That was just a Drake took it to a new genre. Like he was like he did a different way to beef with somebody, which now people do all the time. It's like, oh, I'm gonna hit you with memes and goofy shit. So that was just different. <laughs> but it's a situation where you, you go like, hey, we're on the same plane. Because think about it, Jay Z more famous than Nas, but lyrically people put them close. So yeah. when that beef happened, people were like, oh, because hip hop wasn't making the money it is now. They were old, they were closer. Even though one was more famous, they were closer. So people would go, Nas got him. And it was real. If Jay-Z was Jay-Z now and Nas is Nas now, still people, be the same. they wouldn't even worry about it. It'll be the same. Yes, Nobody it'll be, it'll would be think about it. Nobody Nas, would think about it. Though. Nas still a hot I can tell you right now. Why do you think Jay-Z don't have, have beef with Nas? Look, you talking about everybody else? Look, I'm like, I'm going to tell you. I'm just saying. Wait a minute, because Jay because Jay Z got Beyonce money. That's why. Jay Z is a billionaire, and Nas is a. That's why. Millionaire. That's why. He would literally go, "I'm a billionaire, you're a millionaire," and he's like, "I won," and that would be the rap. That's all he would do, and he's like, "I got Beyonce," and he'd be like, "That's the rap," and they'd be like, "You won, got all the memes would be like, you know what? You You know what? Beyonce, get get your shit together. We we (laughs) got you. We got you." I'll DJ. I'll DJ. I'll DJ. Hey, you make more money. I'll set up the twelves. Hey, you make more money than me, so I lost already. They were like, there it is. You already said that's what happened. So I lost already. I'll put a mean I'll put memes out of your head. You gonna mean me? Mean the shit out your head. Hey, but uh I mean it's it's yeah, I would say push a T would be I I don't know. I don't know about the M MJ key, MJ or MGK, even though that M, M just is fire anyway, and he's built for that. That's yeah. what he does. So I mean, so we I don't, don't but, see, but 
But I don't think MGK brought anything to the table. Like at least Jay Z brought something but he to the started. table. That's the thing. He started this shit. What? Like he's saying, he's like, like Eminem said, I'm, I'm literally killing you on the on the fight. I'm, I'm, I'm beating you on the fight you pick. You know what I'm saying? You pick yeah. this fight. Like this, yeah, you want You wanted that smoke, you get all the yeah. smoke. He got you all the smoke, saying? but he was also nobody really compared to like 50 and Ja. Where Megan Fox. The 50 and Ja joint. Why are you making jokes? All right, so you have 50. <laughs> Yeah, you have 50 and John where you got cats that was literally at the top of the game. And yeah, but man, you you gotta say you gotta say you got you will you gotta say you know Jaws affiliation with his 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 label. Gotti. Yeah, that was that was a super downfall on top of 50 fucking with him. You know what I mean? Well, so the shit that 50 said was he said Josh shouldn't be singing this shit, but then 50 came back and song. He did the same shit. He did the same shit. He did the same shit. But when you, when you, the thing is, is that when people, you can do the exact same thing. You've seen this many a time. You can do the exact same thing, but as long as people like you over the other person, it's okay. It's It's okay. It don't matter. You know what I'm saying? So it don't matter. It don't matter at all. You'd be like, oh, you're not copying. You created it. He'd be like, no. Like, John was the one that was crooning those whole time. And then everybody's like, candy shop. You know what I'm saying? It's like, hey, they riding with it because they like, yo, that's fire. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> you know, and plus he had Dr. Dre back there and Eminem. They was like, hey, we riding with that guy. Oh yeah, Be good. So I mean, I feel you though. I feel you. I don't know about the, I don't know about the M and the MGK joint, but so that's a bully one right there. That's a, yeah, I'm, I call I call that a bully one. That Number two, punch, I call a that bully. Was, that was punching down. He was punching down. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. ain't on the same level. It's still beef. What's beef? <laughs> beef is when you need two flat to go to sleep. <laughs> All right, so we got, according to Roz, top hip-hop hottest beats. Beefs. Top three hip-hop hottest beats. We had 50 versus John with 50 winning. We got M versus MGK with M winning, of course. And then we got Jay-Z versus Nas. Which we all know Ether smoked it. So that was Nas with the W. So fantastic. Another wonderful one, sir. I appreciate it. I love arguing with you uh, with your list. It's the highlight of my day. Then he said, you 36 in a karate class? Oh, my bad. <laughs> all right, my bad, my bad. <laughs> all right, gentlemen. Uh, it's been great. It's been a fantastic one. Thanks here. for having me. Mid Catch Up Podcast. Thanks for we having me. a fantastic guest, DJ Psycho, a.k.a. Friend of Dave Chappelle, is on the show. You know what I'm saying? You know. Put that another there. feather in my hat. You know what I'm saying? We had our drink of the Thanks day. Thanks for having me. The week. New music. Go out and get that DJ Cali. Go get that uh, J.R.D. Uh, also, you know, hit all them joints. Have a good time. Hit us. Like. Subscribe. Hit the bell. We on Spotify, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, all that jazz. Hit us on the Instagram, me at Hayes Adonis. You got my man at he the author, Twitter, Lofton underscore Hayes, M-K-P. Also him on Twitter at he the author. Facebook, Go get the book, Coma. Mint Ketchup, YouTube, Mint Ketchup. Get that book. Keep reading out there. Coma. Don't get in a coma, but read about a coma. You know what I'm saying? Do the damn thing. We love y'all guys. And we about to roll up out of here. We one out. more game. Man, catch up Peace out. We love y'all.